We're two book-loving, Diet Coke drinking chatterboxes. We ramble on about books, movies, life in a library, and anything else that comes to mind. We're Librarians Unhushed, a podcast from the Bella Vista Public Library. Welcome to Librarians Unhushed. I'm Amanda. I'm Bailey. And today we're going to talk about something out of this world. Aliens! Aliens. So we're going to talk about aliens. Or more specifically, alien movies. Because I don't know squat about real aliens. They refuse to return my calls. Which I'm mm. kind of starting to take personally. You just call too much. You're too needy. I'm very needy. I just want their love and approval. <laughs> I want to know aliens support me in all that I do. I want to know that they believe in me. Mm. So Bailey is a connoisseur of alien movies. I I am. So today I'm going to be your sidekick cheerleader. I appreciate this. <laughs> now I will say alien films are not like the first and foremost. I'm primarily a Bigfoot sort of girl and then sharks and you know all the the variety of monster movies that exist out there. But I do have a fondness for aliens. There we go. And uh, surprise, surprise, it was actually the 40th anniversary of Alien. The movie. The movie. Awesome. Love that movie. Right? Those are like my favorite movies. Mm -hmm. They're great. And it's 40 years old now. And so you're probably wondering, what does this have to do with libraries? Not a thing. Well. Thank you for asking. (laughs) Summer reading this year is themed space. It is. So there you go. We're really stretching it out. Gotcha. But but that's true. Our summer reading theme is a universe of stories. We're heading to space this summer. Mm -hmm. And you know what's in space? Aliens. Aliens. So we're talking aliens. Plus, it's just a fun topic to talk mm-hmm. about. And Bailey is wearing green. I am wearing green. I did not wear my xenomorph ring today, though. I oh. feel like I've let the whole team down. I'm very sad now. But we're going to talk about some alien movies. Alien, 1979. We are at the 40th anniversary of one of the best horror movies ever made. Now... Having watched the movie, you know, there are all kinds of critters involved. You've got your delightful little face huggers. They just want to hug your face. And chest bursters who just want to break all your ribs and come out of your body. And, you know, they're fun and they're gross. And do you know why they're so gross on film? I honestly... Slimy. They're very slimy. There's a lot of slime going on. I don't like it. I don't like the slime. It's a very gooey film. Mm, mm, mm. But one of the things I did not realize, and I have a lot of movie trivia up in this noggin, um is that the reason everything looks so gosh diddly darn gross in this film is that most of it is made out of animal intestines. Huh. Yeah. So, like, the face hugger, like, tail thingy-majig mm-hmm. is a sheep intestine. The eggs that the face huggers come out of are made of, like, cattle hearts and stomachs. When they do the autopsy of the face hugger, like, they kind of, like, peel it apart, you've got shellfish oysters, and sheep kidneys. So, I mean, it's... A buffet. It's a buffet. <laughs> Once you're done filming, just oh my. throw it on the grill. But I... That kind of made sense. That gave it that realistic um, look. It didn't look like fake props. No, it, it did wasn't. Back in my day, we used real props. None of this CGI mumbo-jumbo. Animal intestines Practical all the way. effects all the way. That's right. Love practical effects. The original cut of the movie was three hours and 12 minutes long. I would have watched it. Uh, yeah, me too, because I always watch the director's cut, and even that is not enough. I want more. You need the 
you know, extended edition of Lord of the Rings. Exactly. For aliens. <laughs> for aliens. I'm prepared to sit here for the next three days to watch all of this. <laughs> but they cut it down because the original cut was much bloodier and more graphic than what we got, and they were threatened with an X rating. Wow. Which basically means no one is going to see your movie. Yeah. So cut it back, guys. Wow. So, Did not know that. Yeah. I was like, oh, what What got left on the cutting room floor that was that hardcore? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a little rhyme. Thank it you. It is I'll a be, nice little rhyme. I'll be rhyme. rhyming about horror movies uh, in every podcast from now on. <laughs> and we were talking about the slime, which is gross and mm-hmm. literally everywhere. Mm-hmm. And actually caused a lot of problems on set. They had to repaint the models, like, every day because the slime wore away the paint. Oh my. Which just seems like a very impractical set design choice, but it does definitely give you a very gross atmosphere. My favorite little fun fact about this film, because I was a morbid child, which may surprise you a great I am deal. shocked. Flabbergasted. <laughs> but this was the first R-rated movie that had toys and um, other things marketed towards children made for it. So you could get cool action figures and all kinds of fun, awesome toys for an R-rated movie that you technically weren't supposed to see. Interesting. I would have loved that. I would love those toys now. I bet they're worth a fair bit now. Mm. I say knowing nothing about collecting toys, but probably? I'm going to talk about the only thing that I know about aliens. What do you know In general, not the movie. Okay. That is is hard when the movie's called Alien and it's like, no, not, no, just aliens as a concept, not the film. Yes. So, Bailey, are you a believer? You believe? The truth is out there. I believe. I'm a skeptic. Okay, let me put it. I'm... (laughs) I believe in extraterrestrial life. I'm skeptical about what some people say. I would agree. So, I have not even seen E.T. Did you hear that? That was the sound of the whole audience (laughs) gasping. (laughs) So, I don't know a whole lot, but... Um, uh, probably 10 years ago, I watched a movie called Fire in the Sky, which is also a book. So there's, I've heard of them. There's the, the little... She's trying so hard to make this related to a library yes. setting. She's trying so <laughs> there hard. There it is. So, um, what the guy said about this guy who said he was abducted by aliens. Mm-hmm. In real, this is a biography, like an autobiography. Okay, so this is nonfiction. This is a nonfiction. And they made a movie from it. So he claims he was, he says he was out working in this national park or a park. I can't remember the the little bitty details, but they saw this light and they thought it was someone, you know, coming through the trees or something like that. Mm. They didn't know what it was. And he got abducted in front of his, you know, a few of his friends, Uh co-workers, five or six of them. And um, he was missing for five days and the police thought that his co-workers killed him because he was gone for so long yeah and then um when he came back he just appeared in this phone booth like superman or something maybe he's the alien maybe so Hmm. and um yeah when the whenever he came back and was telling his story of being abducted everyone thought oh well he is crazy he's crazy and the police don't believe it, but they actually thought his friends, his co-workers, killed him because he was gone. 
well, I mean, it makes sense. These guys go out into the woods, and one of them doesn't come back, and now these other guys are like, uh, no, actually, he got abducted by aliens. We totally did not murder him and bury him in the woods. A story I've heard a thousand times. Yeah, so, I mean, I could definitely see how the authorities might be Mm -hmm. inclined to think that. Now, I've never read the book. The movie is older, I think. It's kind of an older movie, but it's... Mm -hmm. I liked it. It's been a while since I've watched it, but I did like it. And then the other movie that I've seen is Plan 9 from Outer Space. (laughs) (laughs) An excellent choice. Excellent movie. If you like... What's the right word? Yes, how are you going to describe Plan 9 from Outer Space to the general public? If you like B-rated movies, or even... I would see. I would, yeah, yeah. F. <laughs> yeah, I'd keep going. It's, yeah, it's. It has kind of a cult following now. It does. It's definitely a cult classic. Mm-hmm. I mean, people really like it. You've got Vampyra in it, which is awesome. And it's it's definitely worth the watch. It's, I love it. It's so fun. I just love it. <laughs> <laughs> that is delightful. Yeah, that is an alien movie. I know it's kind of hard because you haven't seen a single movie in your whole life. You've never read a book and you've never seen a movie. I so know, I know. All these all alien these... movies that are floating around my head, I'm like, oh, I don't know if she's seen them. We could do like a like lightning round. I'll just list off okay. movies and you tell me Go. if you've seen them. Oh, the Pressure. Independence Day. No. Mars Attacks. No. The Thing. No. Oh, I already did E.T. No. <laughs> oh, uh, signs. Yes. Signs! I have seen signs. Now, okay, but people actually... Some people think that those are real. The crop circles. Like Oh, crop people, circles? Like, yeah. They, that in real life. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I know you can fake them. Of course. Yeah. And, but maybe some of them are real. I don't know anything. I don't know anything I just either. make podcasts and drink Diet Coke. I, I am just, not an expert. I just talk. Sometimes I don't know what's going to come out until after it's already come out. I'm I'm along for the ride just as much as you guys are. <laughs> I don't know what's going to come out of here. We have no idea. How much is going to have to be cut out. But, <laughs> but yeah, I liked Signs. That was one I watched a lot when I was younger. And the first time I watched it, my parents had rented it from the movie rental place, which was a thing. And I miss those things. I miss them so much. Mm-hmm. I loved going to the, the movie rental place. And I spent the entire movie under a blanket because I was terrified. Because mm-hmm. the first time I watch anything that has even vaguely been described to me as remotely scary, I just, like, shut down. Which you will find out later this afternoon. Yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to see a horror movie and after I'm work. And a baby. This is going to be so much fun. This, yeah, this is what needs, that needs to be the show. Just me hiding. Bailey's a scaredy cat. I love horror movies. I love them. So this is going to be great. It's going to be great. I really want to see it. I'm just also like, <laughs> the whole time. But, ooh, furniture is revolting. <laughs> but, yeah, so I really liked Signs. And I know a lot of people, like, hate M. Night Shyamalan. Mm-hmm. But I think Signs was pretty good. I like signs. I think it's fun. I like signs. I like the village. Oh, yeah, I like the village. The water one was bad. That was the Pretty thing that the I was Pretty much the only like... ones I really liked were signs and the village. What else is there? Oh, the one about the dead people. Oh, yeah, Six Sense. Oh, yeah. I forgot mm, about that. That's a good one. Yeah, that is. Well, I was trying to think of a book that I've read to recommend or not recommend to our lovely mm. audience, and I haven't. Re- really read anything about aliens. I, I haven't read any b- 
books really about aliens. I mean, zombies a, a lot. Lots of books about zombies and different things like that, but not really about aliens. Weirdly enough, neither have I. And that is so surprising I to know. Me. It's kind of surprising to me, really, because I love to read about weird stuff. But, I mean, for the most part, I kind of stick to, like, ghosts and cryptids and that sort of thing. I guess when you get into aliens, sometimes there's a little too much, like, tinfoil hat wearing for me. Mm, um, yeah. That kind of, like, overshadows anything else. And so it's harder to find, like, quality stuff, I think. And I'm just very lazy by nature, so I'm not going to go hunting. Same. Um, unless it's for Bigfoot. Unless it's for Bigfoot. Yeah. And then I, I just want to shake her hand and tell her I love her. That's all I want. I did think of a book. That's not necessarily about aliens, but it's about um, parallel universes. Ooh. Yes. It's called Dark Matter, and it's by Blake Crouch. Very good. Oh, my gosh. It's like a sci-fi thriller type. And he it opens up, and he's with his wife and his kid, and they're having this great... He's cooking dinner, and he goes to buy something that they forgot, mm. and he gets kidnapped. And then he wakes up, and he's this renowned scientist instead of a professor. Mm -hmm. He's this renowned scientist, and his wife and kid, they're gone. Mm. So it's like a different universe. And he's got to figure out, like, what happened. Yeah. That sounds awesome. I love parallel universes. Like, the theory of that, because it honestly blows my mind and I love it I don't really understand it because I'm not smart enough but I love it I get the vaguest general yes. concept but anything more than that I don't but like if you if you had the chance to like go like see the other like visit at least a couple of the other universes Amanda's like would you go spy on your other universe selves or would you rather not know what your life could be I'd rather not know because I'm a very uh, clumsy, mm -hmm. let's just say clumsy person in anything, if you change something and you're saw, like you're, you're seen by your other yeah. self, like what would happen? Yeah, that's and true. And you mess something up. I, that's just me. I would mess something up. So I would just stay away. That's probably, yeah. I think I would stay away because like if I, like maybe what if it's better or what if it's worse or mm. then you'd know. And I think the knowing is what that you. would be bad. There's a certain bliss to ignorance. That's why that's a saying. Mm -hmm. To go like, ooh. Like that one time I wanted to buy a lotto ticket and I didn't because I was like, oh, that's stupid. Yeah. And then in a parallel universe, I did it. I know. I just like spend the rest of my universe kicking myself going, oh, hope that other mm. Bailey's enjoying it. <laughs> well, then couldn't you technically go to the other universe take some of the money because you're you you look the same like i'd like to make a withdrawal from my account yes and then you go back you come back and you're like okay no big deal but what if in that other universe the currency is completely different what if bill nye is on all the bills hmm. and you go hi i'd like you take him back to your universe and they're like <laughs> what this is fake <laughs> so it's just it's so weird because like everything could be completely different or everything could be slightly, slightly. different yeah. And that's like, because um, they just did the Into the Spider-Verse movie, and that was kind of the concept, where they brought in, like, all these different versions of Spider-Man from across all these different universes. 
But, like, one of the things that stood out was, like, the really tiny differences. So, like, instead of NYPD, it was PDNY in one universe. Like, it's just, like, tiny little changes mm. that... I haven't seen it. Yeah. You haven't seen anything. Yeah, but no, that's it's okay. shocking. Yeah. But it's just, like, those tiny little differences that you'd never even... Interesting. It's weird. But it's kind of funny how to think of, like, all those tiny things make up our world experience. Yeah, exactly. Getting really deep on this Aliens Wow, podcast. yeah, getting deep. Gadzooks. Ooh, I'm listening to the... Sh- oh, I'm reading. I'm yeah. reading The Shining. Are you? I've never read it before. What do you think? It's creepy. Yes, it is. I didn't realize why... I have not even watched the movie in all of its entirety. I know, yeah. I know, I know. I haven't, well, I haven't seen anything. The movie, the Stanley Kubrick movie and the book are very different, and Stephen King friggin' hates that movie. Well, you know, the main points, the main things that make me gasp, like, okay... Working on my house, painting the ceiling, painting uh-huh. the walls, and I gasp because it's Jack's what he's thinking. Oh, uh-huh. and it's so mean. He's so like in his yeah. mind, he's so mean to his wife and his kid. And then one time, it actually comes out to his wife, and I <gasps> gasp. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so good. I didn't realize why it was called The Shining. Mm. And I had no, all the time I had no idea why. I'm like, okay, that shine, that Shining movie is about that hotel. It's very, it's a very, it's so clean. It's Shining, right? Right. It's, <laughs> yeah. So I had no idea. And whenever I had kind of this aha moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I it's love, very good. Yeah. I is. love it. I bet it would be really, because I read like the book, like handheld book. But I bet listening to it adds another dimension to it because you hear the big difference. Yeah. So he, Jack will just be talking normal yeah. like us, and then he will kind of get to where he's like snarling, and and is he doesn't sometimes he doesn't say what he's thinking, being like his really mm-hmm. mean side, and then sometimes it comes out. And then the kid, the kid is just going through the hotel when he's not supposed to. And yeah. But I mean, you put me, you put me as a child in this giant hotel that I have the whole run of. I'm, I'm gonna go exploring everywhere. There is an episode of this cartoon, um, and they kind of make fun of Stephen King. Like, Uh oh, this book is about a haunted lamp, and he takes a lamp. Ooh. (laughs) Well, I kind of had that moment whenever the. bushes and they're oh yeah cut into animal like the kind yes. of shapes of animals yeah. and the animals start moving yeah i was like eh, there's a reason really... that one didn't make it to the film <laughs> they went for the maze instead yeah so i mean i'm, I'm a little over halfway mm-hmm. through but it's a sizable book the uh the, the bush animal things i, I was like come uh, on what now kind of yeah. cringy I was like, yeah Ugh. yeah they also made, um, Stephen King made a TV movie, um, because he was so mad <laughs> about Stanley Kubrick's movie. It's like, this is so not what I wrote. Um, so he made his own, um, like, miniseries. It's like a three-episode kind of thing. And I think I watched it many moons ago. I want to watch it. But they they did have the topiary animals. Was it cringy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I think it was, like, in the 90s, so it was, like, 90s special effects and moving topiary animals. Oh, I gotta watch it. Yeah, you gotta. I'm I'm excited about that. And I think I I liked that um, just for the sheer fact of 
like, one of the problems I had, and, like, I like The Shining movie. It's not something I watch all the time just because it's so long, but, like, I watch it when I'm sick a lot. I don't know. Psychoanalyze that, if you will. Hmm. But, um... Next, next time. Let's, let's just have therapy sessions on podcasts and see what happens. But, um, because, like, the big thing in the book was, like, the hotel changed him. Like, there was already kind of that edge to Jack, but really, the hotel is what flipped the switch. And he was kind of like a normal dude with some problems, yeah, but generally a normal dude who cared about his family in and the then book, yeah. went bananas. In the movie, and it is no fault of Jack Nicholson's, it's just how he is. But the first time you see him, you just assume he's already crazy. Because that's just kind of how Jack Nicholson works. It's kind of just how he looks. It is. And so you never get that big, like, he's changed. You don't get, like, the hotel has affected him in this way. It's more like, look, if they had stayed in their apartment, this is just as likely. He could have just as likely done all of this. Yeah. So. Definitely. So there's that. Yeah. Did you think of a weird book? I did. All right. So I have finally come up with a book. Thank you for stalling. Um, You're welcome. We have here, and it's not about aliens. I'm so sorry, everyone. But we have American Monsters by Linda Godfrey. And it is kind of, it's just, it's in the nonfiction section. It's about, like, all the cryptids and stuff Mm. across America. So there are chapters on, like, Bigfoot and other, like, skunk ape and that sort of thing. And then I'm sorry, what? Skunk ape? I have never heard of this. Okay. It's basically Florida Bigfoot. Okay. And that's what you find, like, a lot of things that have, like, really great names. It's basically just, like, locally what they call their version of mm. Sasquatch or some kind of bipedal, hairy thing that walks through the woods. Okay, great. I just, I just wanted to stop you for a moment. Always okay. happy to clarify. Okay, Always thank you. to clarify. Go, and go different, on. And just different... Um, things and she kind of she's interviewed a bunch of people and it's just kind of personal accounts of different things but she hasn't broken up by like type fun which also to throw in a fun word i will tell you about the bat squatch go on (laughs) (laughs) i knew you'd love that one wait what it's basically just like this giant man bat like it's a massive mothman yes we have to go to west virginia so we can see the mothman statue we are going to plan a road trip Weird crypto whatever you said. Sold. <laughs> go to West Virginia and see the Mothman statue. Then we're gonna go to New Jersey and go to the Jersey Devil Museum, and and other places too. But those are those are the big ones. Love it. Let's take this podcast on the road. We should. We need to. We do. We can go and visit people and hear about their library stuff and also their local legends and monsters. We could interview them. Have you ever seen the Mothman in your library? Yes. <laughs> He comes in every Thursday. He loves Danielle Steele. <laughs> so we do have that book here. I haven't, now full disclosure, I haven't read through all of it. I just kind of pick it up whenever I'm ready for a little more cryptid in my life. Because it's, I mean, it's just kind of a pick up and go read whatever section you want sort of thing. It's not necessarily okay. in any particular order. So speaking of aliens and weird things. Yes. Everyone listening should come to my pod people. Yes. Podcast discussion group. On the first Monday in May, mm-hmm. we will be discussing Dirty John, and it is about murder, as all of them have been so far. But we're going to get into some different things in the months to come. So we're also going to try to get some different podcast hosts um, Skyped in. That's what I'm going to be working on. Very fun. So, and we'll have cookies. 
from now on. So everyone should come. It's Cookies, and I can join a group that sounds vaguely like a cult. That's right. Sold. Oh, and it is at 5.30. Yes, it's at 5.30. We might be trying a different time coming up, but as of right now, 5.30. 5.30 is generally a good time. Generally. But sometimes you just got to work around things. We might try noon, 1 o'clock. That could be good. We might. So, so stay you, tuned. And if you want to learn more about aliens, because I'll admit, we've been lax on the aliens, but there's just so many weird things to talk about. It's hard to stay True. focused. But we are having another UFO program here at the library. Our, our resident uh, gentleman who comes and does UFO programs here will be back on Monday, April 29th, and he'll be here at 6 o'clock. All right. And this is going to be his fifth program he's done here, so we're very much looking forward to that. He's always very insightful, and um, it's just kind of fun to hear more about that sort of thing. Yeah. And, of course, we'll have all kinds of space programs going on this summer for summer reading because it's going to be – we're going to space. We're getting very space out of this summer. world. I can't stop Boo. saying it. <laughs> it's so out of this world. Oh, we could have been talking about Xenon, girl of the 21st century oh, this could've. whole time. Ugh, we've really failed you. But, so now we have, we're going to proposition you, dear listeners. Always. Always. <laughs> we um, are pandering to our beautiful audience, mm-hmm. and uh, we also have these super cool Librarians Unhushed official merchandise buttons. Yes. And we thought we could come to an arrangement. So if you all would be so kind as to leave us a review on whichever listening service you're listening to us on, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, CastBox, whatever the cool kids are using, if you would be so kind as to leave us a review and send us in a picture or some kind of something with your review on it, we will send you a button. We will. In the mail. Yes. Isn't that cool? And we also wanted to say thank you to a few of our Twitter followers. Um, Garland County Library in Garland County, Arkansas. That's an amazing library system. Thank you for following us. And also, Lily, who came up with our podcast name, she follows us on Twitter. Thank you, Lily. And one more we will do, Gail. She is one of our volunteers here at the library, and she is following us on Twitter. So if you haven't followed us on Twitter, it is BVPLUnhushed. And we pose all kinds of fun stuff. Well, that we think is fun. We think it's delightful. We're hilarious. There are some horrifying Photoshop jobs on there that you should really check out. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It was great. (laughs) I'm going to frame it. Well, thank you all for listening. We hope you have enjoyed this month's sort of aliens. Sort Sort of of aliens. Sort of a smorgasbord of strangeness. I think that's going to be the title smorgasbord of strangeness i love it do it (laughs) also my autobiography name but i'll let you guys use it this time yeah Yeah. thank you (laughs) all right everyone thanks for listening librarians unhushed is sponsored by the bella vista public library For more information about the programs, resources, and materials available through the library, please visit our website at www.bdpl.org. Thank you.